Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What is up, Zinger Nation? Welcome back to Moon or Bust. I hope you like that new intro. I sure do. Uh, today is a nice Wednesday afternoon. It's kind of dreary here in Detroit, uh, but we are going to get into the altcoins uh, and the DeFi space today. We have some really cool stuff planned. We're going to do a little bit of news, a little bit of market update, and then we're going to go over some cool projects. So before we get into that, I'm going to bring on my two lovely co-hosts. We have the shitcoin expert aficionado, Brian Moore. How are you doing today, Brian? <clears throat> Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Uh, we also have the Wolverine Blockchain co-president, and uh, um, that's 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 all he does. So I, I don't know what I was looking for there. Ryan McNamara, welcome to the stream, Ryan. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Uh, so today we're talking about Doge on Coinbase, market update, Arbitrum, market aggregators, and we're going to the moon or bust segment, which is where you guys drop tickers in the chat, drop your coins. Uh, if it's a Bitcoin, an altcoin, or a shitcoin, we're going to pull it up on CoinMarketCap, uh, show you how we would go about looking at a new project, and then give it a moon or bust rating. Uh, so obviously we don't know all these coins, uh, but we're just going to show you how we think about it and how you should approach it as well. Um, before we can get into the first topic of the day, I need everyone to go down and drop a like right now. Subscribe to the channel. We're so close to 100,000. Uh, we're giving away a share of Tesla to one lucky viewer when we hit 100,000. So you, you want to be a part of that. Make sure you're subscribed if you're not. Um, and uh, take a second to follow us on Twitter. We have all of our handles there. And if you want to stay uh, the most up to date with the altcoin and DeFi space, that is the place to connect with us. Um, feel free to, to DM us any questions you have. We'd be happy to help you, um, especially if we don't get to your coin on the moon or bus segment. Um, you, we can definitely uh, handle it there. Okay, without further ado, let's get right into the news. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you have heard, been highly anticipating this. Dogecoin has been added to the Coinbase Pro Exchange. So it's not on the regular Coinbase app yet, um, but it is on the Pro Exchange platform. Uh, and this is have been a long time coming. Brian, can you, why do you think they took so long to add Dogecoin? Um, the main reason, I think, is that it wasn't an ERC-20 token. So it takes a lot, a lot to kind of filter it back in there hmm. the other thing is i don't think anyone really thought it was viable and i mean i think we are all kind of getting not proved wrong but in a way hit by saying that dodgecoin shouldn't be as high blah 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 but it's it's really making us move i still don't understand like logically but i think it's pretty cool good for dogecoin dogecoin yeah, so, so it's not an ethereum based currency so that <clears> makes it a little bit more difficult to add it's actually the native coin of its own blockchain um and a lot of people didn't think it would be viable so coinbase 
Coinbase is pretty picky about the projects they add to their platform. So, um, but it is about time. Ryan, do you agree with those uh, reasons? Yeah, I'd agree with those reasons. I'd bring up too, like you said, like Coinbase is usually pretty particular about the coins they add. So it is a little bit surprising they're adding Dogecoin, but I guess now with all the traffic it's getting, I mean, it may just be a money grab to get more users on the platform, but I guess it does have a lot more legitimacy now that it has such a such a large user base with it. Mm-hmm. I wonder when Soul is going to SOL will um, go into it. So I do see Do- uh, Doge is in cancel mode, and you can transfer in, but I don't know if you can actually trade it. But having it actually on there is a huge step. That's the same for Solana right now. You can yeah. deposit Soul, but you can't trade, right? Yeah, that's why. That's what made me say that because I I'm on the um, desktop app and uh, I there's not much going on, but it should be any any day, any second that they. So, do you it. think once Coinbase starts trading Doge, will it go up or down because they started trading? Because right now you can only deposit, so it really doesn't affect the price much, other than speculation. I think that it's gonna pump it. I, I think people are going to be like, "Oh my gosh!" It's well, if if people understand how big it is to get on Coinbase, then it'll pump. If not, it. it I think it'll have a little bit of a reaction, but it, it could also just kind of stay steady and slowly grow. I think it's going to yeah. be one or the other. Well, it's also important to delineate between Coinbase Pro and Coinbase because I feel like most retail investors use Coinbase, not Coinbase mm-hmm. Pro. Yeah. And I, I don't think as many people on Coinbase Pro will be buying into Doge as there would be on Coinbase. That's a really good point. Yeah. But once it's on Coinbase Pro, it's only a matter of time until it's on the regular Coinbase platform, right? That's what yeah, I think. Cardano. Yeah, yeah like I think they later. usually go Coinbase Pro, then Coinbase mm-hmm. um, for these, well, for really anything. I think that that's where it kind of starts, and then it goes to Coinbase. But I don't I don't know yeah. how their business works. That's what I've seen. Yeah, so correct me if I'm wrong, but Coinbase Pro is just the exchange that even Coinbase uses. I think Coinbase is just the broker. They add some extra fees. Yeah, they um, bought, um, It's called. it was called GAX, and they, yeah. they bought them. And they use it as their yeah exchange instead of the pretty much mm-hmm. what you pretty much Coinbase is a swap, so they use mm-hmm. the exchange and it's way cheaper, a whole lot less fees, and really quick. And you can transfer in and out from Coinbase. I personally use Coinbase mm-hmm. Pro quite a bit. Yeah, I do. I do as well because <clears throat> of the lower fees. That's a pro tip for you if you want to save money on Coinbase fees. Um, you have to deposit USD in Pro. That's the only downside is that you can't, um, at least I couldn't route my bank straight onto the Pro platform or the Pro app um, and just like buy buy a cryptocurrency, for example. I would have to deposit USD onto the Pro exchange and yeah. then I was able to swap into it. I don't know if it's still like that. Um, it's it's I just, not. I mean, you can, you can do the coin, but what I do is I just buy like um, the coins I want on coinbase and then transfer because there's no fees to transfer over right they you still off-chain. have that fee when you buy though but mm-hmm. you can but it's like a four-day hold mm-hmm. on coinbase bro gotcha gotcha um so let me let me pick a comment out of the chat real quick what if doge hits a dollar um so with with the addition to coinbase there's going to be a whole bunch of uh new people who have access to this cryptocurrency for the first time um uh, Coinbase is uh, one of the biggest exchanges for beginners and for new investors in the crypto space. Uh, so there'll probably be a whole bunch of new money that has the potential to flood in. I mean, just off the speculation of it being added to Coinbase, Doge is up 30% today. 
Um, so this could be the thing that eventually allows Doge to hit a dollar. What do you guys think? I mean, it's not impossible. Yeah, I mean, Doge could hit a dollar, especially now with Coinbase listing it. Like you said, the more exchanges that there are that list mm. Doge, the more people have access to it and therefore the more money that can go into it. Um, I also think that because it is at like 40 cents right now, a lot of new retail investors will look at the price and be drawn towards Doge. Um, and as it gets closer to a dollar, I think there'll be more speculation that it actually will be hitting a dollar. Uh, I know back when back when Doge was on SN, well, back when Elon Musk was on SNL talking about Doge, it went up to close to 70 cents, and and that really got people going about Doge to one dollar. And, and it really isn't a joke anymore. It's it's a possibility at this point. Yeah, most definitely. And Ryan, I know that you uh, believe that the bull run is not over, that there's going to be a second leg up um, within the next six to 12 months. Uh, do you think Dogecoin will be a part of that second leg up? And is that maybe when we'll see it hit a dollar? Uh, that's definitely a possibility. I think if we do see Doge hit a dollar, it will be during a bull market and not right now while everything's down. Um, but it'll be interesting to see whether these doggy theme coins are going to play out into the next leg of the bull market or if they're just going to go away. And if they do, I don't think they're going to go away forever. I mean, Dogecoin's been around for five, six years now. It's older than most cryptocurrencies on the market. And for most of its life, it's been a multi-million dollar cryptocurrency by market cap. So I don't think it's going anywhere, but it could certainly go down. I think it's really strange how Dogecoin, I mean, it, it doesn't have any reason to be on coin. It doesn't have all this reason. It it, it came through just complete hype and com like became a meme and then just exploded, but has this weird stronghold on everybody. <clears throat> it does make um, crypto, like when people think of Doge and they think that you look at it and you see it as a, a viable investment and stuff, people like are drawn to it and that's what's kind of strange to me because you, you really don't know the tokenomics you don't know exactly what the use case is you just see it running but look at amc the stock today that's that was crazy it's still going it's still crazy mm -hmm. and it's supposed to be bigger than gme so mm -hmm. this is such a weird time to be investing in crypto or stocks it's there's really no telling it. The fundamentals are out the window and you know, it, it's any, it, anything can happen. So it's kind of fun, kind of cool, kind of scary, but hopefully everyone's making money. Most definitely. All right. Uh, that's enough doge for today. Um, now I want to show you guys something I saw on Twitter earlier, uh, that I thought was cool. So I'm going to throw my screen, um, on stream real quick. And so, this uh this user here says long-term holders are stacking btc harder than they ever have or harder than they have this entire bull run so um here's this chart it goes from january uh, to now and these are all the, the long-term holders the bag holders the hodlers these are their net position changes so for the majority of the bull run until the beginning of april uh, mid-april the bag holders were selling off heavily they are taking profits as they should be um, steadily and slowly as the the market went up and you could see the price uh, is this black line here um, and now that it has corrected, now that it has corrected all the way down, we are seeing the bag holders accumulating heavily, heavily, heavily. Ryan, are you accumulating? Are you one of these bag holders? Uh, yeah, I guess technically I'm accumulating. I did get some more tokens with this dip. Uh, not too much more. Most of my positions are already in crypto and it's going to stay that way. So unfortunately, 
Uh, I, I didn't add as much to my bags as I, I would have wanted. Um, but this chart definitely is telling of, of how much certain people believe of crypto. Mm-hmm. And, and something I love about the bull runs too, it gets more people in every time. And every time that bull run happens, of course, there's going to be a bunch of people coming in to make a quick buck. But there's also going to be a ton of people that turn into these long-term bag holders over time. So I think that's super cool. Most definitely. Brian, you uh, want to add anything on this? No, I'm I'm not really holding much. I'm not holding any Bitcoin personally. I I used to a while ago, but I've kind of uh, stayed away and went to altcoins. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't really get into Bitcoin that much. I, my wife bought like twenty dollars worth um, last year, and she's just held on to it, and she hasn't done anything with it. And then when it hit to sixty, you know, she triple X or three X her investment, but she's she's holding so. She doesn't really know much about crypto, but I give it to her and we'll just use her as my holding. So Brian, why aren't you in Bitcoin right now? Because I focus more on the altcoins. I don't think that that is a good good advice though. I think you should accumulate Bitcoin. I got out of Bitcoin when it hit 60 and then I haven't jumped back in. I should have on this most recent dip, but I went into Ethereum and a bunch of other like uh, altcoins. So I just didn't really jump, but I, I strongly advise Bitcoin is one of the ones to go with. But mm-hmm. I, so I just are, are you like, do you dislike Bitcoin? Or are you bearish on, on no. Bitcoin or are you just are looking for bigger gains in the altcoin market? Yeah, I'm looking for bigger gains in the altcoin market. I, gotcha. um, I do a lot more day trading with crypto. I have mm-hmm. a few holds, but yeah, I got out in the last pump and jump down and i will get back in nice well so what are you what levels are you looking to accumulate at i was really hoping that it would hit below 30k and that's when i would jump back in yeah but it hasn't or i've missed it the one time it did Mm -hmm. so i'm just kind of waiting for i think anything below 40k is still good and Mm -hmm. you know 40 to 50 is decent if you want long term Mm-hmm. So hopefully, um, hopefully, I, I think there's going to be another dip, another correction that I'll be able to come in. I don't want to uh, jump in and then miss it and then it dips because that's usually what happens. Right. But that's just my anxiety about it. Um, I also like Ethereum a whole lot and different altcoins. But yeah, I just think there's going to be another correction soon enough that I can yeah. wait for it. So the big debate in the crypto community lately has been, uh, V-shaped recovery versus like a two to three month bear market and where it dips uh, again. So we're seeing a little bit of a relief rally right now, uh, but it might just be a fake out. It might be a bull trap. Ryan, do you have any thoughts on this? It's definitely interesting and we'll have to see where it goes. Um, I do think Bitcoin is, is a pretty good investment as far as risk versus reward right now because we really don't know whether we're getting a V-shaped recovery or if we're going to be in a bear market for a little while. And if we are going to be in a bear market and Bitcoin's, or if you can get Bitcoin around $30,000, like how much lower can it really go? I mean, that's, I guess I could eat my words on that, but I mean, it, you see the past bear markets and, and typically in long-term bear markets that last like a year plus, Bitcoin will go down like 80% in value. So mm-hmm. from $20,000 in 2017 to like $3,500 in 2018 and 2020. Mm-hmm. So we're already down 50% from the all-time highs and about 80% losses from Bitcoin's all-time high would probably put it somewhere around $13,000, $14,000. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So, so the way I see it with Bitcoin is it could go down again if we are in a full-fledged bear market that would last a year. Like, yeah, Bitcoin could half, but we're already down 50%. So, I mean, we could lose another 50% if we were in a full-fledged bear market, but the upside potential on Bitcoin, I could see a 10xing still. So I think it has a very high risk risk reward. Most definitely. Um, so what's your, what's your final verdict? V-shape recovery or bull trap? Bull trap. Bull trap. I think it's a bull trap. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to agree with you. Listen, we've we've bounced back. The dips that we've had so far in 2021, we've bounced back so quickly that I would not be surprised if we had a V-shaped recovery. Um, but I'm going to just assume this is a bull trap. Uh, some of the bag holders are going to start taking profits that they missed out on the opportunity at 60k. They're going to take that around 40, um, and we're going to see another uh, leg back down. It's uh, it's unfortunate, but it is a second chance for anyone who didn't get into crypto uh, like early the beginning of this year and was interested about it uh, at 4,000. If they're interested in ETH at 4,000, you should be accumulating heavily right now, right? Um, so we will see. Only time will tell uh, where this crypto market is going to go. Um, but either way, I'm still very bullish. I, I think we'll see new all-time highs uh, without a doubt in my mind in the next uh, 6 to 12 months. Um, but hopefully sooner than that. I'm feeling it's going to be a lot sooner than that. Uh, but let me know what you guys think. Go drop a comment. So if you're on team V-shaped recovery for going straight to all-time highs, I want to see a 1 in the chat. Uh, and if you think this is a bull trap that the that we're going to go back down, that the more lows are coming, then drop a two. So one for one for V recovery, two for extended uh, period of bear market. Yeah, got we a got two from two. Kenny. <clears throat> I mean, it can, I, I think it can. Two from the, Ed, two from. That's Dave. the thing. It, it we don't know which way it's going to go. Maybe V or maybe sideways. It it mm-hmm. can really go either way, and there's really no telling. There could be news later that <clears throat> something is going to happen with Bitcoin where they've already pushed a, a new a new um, protocol to where it, do, it doesn't take as much energy or someone announced it because we don't really know exactly what's going on. I mean, I'm sure we could find out, but mm-hmm. that could happen and then we could just see it just skyrocket. I think we're going to see anything below $100,000 as cheap within the next two years. Yep, I agree. So we got... A two from Kenny, Ed, D, and Garima. We got a one from Lynn and Happy Muhammad. Uh, so the chat is uh, a little bit uh, bearish for the time being, just like we are. Um, but like you said, Brian, only time will tell. Do uh, you guys have anything else that you want to add for the market update? I think we covered it. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, uh, before we get into Arbitrum, uh, I need you guys to, all the new viewers, go down, drop a like, uh, subscribe to the channel, and uh, just say hi in the comments. Let us know how you're doing. Um, we did have a bunch of requests for Ultra Safe earlier. Um, I'll just throw you guys up there real quick. We will get to that in the last segment, the Moon or Bus segment. Um, Ultra Safe will be the first one we get to. So stick around. We're going to do some really sweet educational pieces right now. 
um, and give you guys some really, really valuable DeFi knowledge so you guys can be ahead of the rest of the market. Um, and then we will talk about all the coins you guys want to get to. Um, so drop a like, subscribe, and we will keep going. So Arbitrum. Arbitrum is a layer two uh, scaling solution for Ethereum. It's a side chain, uh, and I am by no means an expert on Arbitrum, but Ryan McNamara is. I'm going to, to toss it over to him, and uh, let's let's hear about Arbitrum. Thanks, Logan. Yeah, so Arbitrum's really exciting. I think this could be something that propels the bull market forward. Um, right now, most retail investors that don't have more than a thousand or two thousand dollars in cryptocurrency can't really use Ethereum's network because of the gas fees. Uh, so, for those of you who don't know, when you have to when you interact with Ethereum's blockchain, you have to pay transaction fees, and these are based on the computational power you use on the network. And since so many people are joining the network, it's gotten outrageously expensive. Uh, with this dip, less people have been using DeFi, so it's actually a really good time to get into it. Uh, you can send money around on Ethereum right now for around $10 a transaction. Um, and that's supposed to around $100 just like a month ago. Uh, but where Arbitrum comes in is it's a layer two solution and a lot of platforms will be using Arbitrum to reduce gas fees. So it's going to be using uh, this technical term called optimistic rollups, but essentially what it is is it'll bundle up a bunch of transactions together on a side chain off of Ethereum and then submit them onto Ethereum as one transaction. And through doing this, it will reduce gas fees about 270 times. So less than a dollar per transaction with Arbitrum, wow. which is which is great. And not only that, but the processing times are going to be greatly increased as well. Right now, I think Ethereum can only transact around 10 transactions per second, maybe 15 at best. So by using Layer 2 solutions, you can really scale Ethereum without even needing to upgrade ETH to ETH2, mm -hmm. uh, which will hopefully still happen this year. Mm -hmm. uh, but I know I know Vitalik, the creator of Ethereum, is very, very bullish on Layer 2 solutions, mm -hmm. and he does support Arbitrum in particular. Um, something that's really interesting, too, about Arbitrum is they don't have their own token. So you see Polygon, they have their Matic token. I mean, you see, Op I don't, does Optimism have its own token? I don't think so. Okay. Most Layer 2 solutions do have their own token, but a lot of people who support the Ethereum network really like Arbitrum because it uses Ethereum instead of using its own token, um, which not only streamlines things, but it supports the ETH community. Um, and some other news on Arbitrum is Uniswap plans on using Arbitrum to scale its network, which is not only huge for Uniswap because they should be able to gain a ton of new users through this, but this is huge for all of Ethereum because uh, Uniswap uses about 40% of Ethereum's network alone. So by going on Arbitrum, all these transactions will be off chain and it will greatly reduce like all of these transactions on Ethereum right now. Um, so effectively, any applications that aren't on Uniswap will still have less gas fees because Uniswap will be using Arbitrum. So all of those fees now are going through Arbitrum instead of on Ethereum. So it's basically uh, decongesting the network in, in a huge way, and it should reduce gas fees even, even more than we've seen already. Yeah, that is really exciting. We have a really great question from Ed Miles in the chat. Uh, will Arbitrum be obsolete when the ETH update comes out? Yeah, that's definitely an interesting question. A lot of these projects do have plans for long-term growth. But I think a lot of investors do think that like once ETH2 comes out, why use a layer two solution? Because you won't really need a layer two solution. Um, it really depends on how much ETH, one, how much ETH scales, but two, how much 
how many new people come to the network because uh, ETH may still have a problem scaling even with ETH2. So there may be layer two solutions that will be necessary on ETH2 still. Um, but that's something that I don't think we'll really know for sure until ETH2 comes out. Yeah, it's hard to tell right now, but I'm a little bit more um, optimistic about these layer two solutions. I think they're here to stay, um, especially when they're like heavily integrated into the DeFi ecosystem um, until ETH2 comes out. Uh, you know, there's going to be a large user base for them and there'd be no reason to, to get rid of them. So ETH 2.0 will increase uh, the scalability for Ethereum by adding its own parallel shard chains or what they're called. I believe there's 32 of them. Um, someone can correct me if I'm wrong, um, but there's 32 side chains um, that will be attached to the Ethereum main chain and that will allow uh, Ethereum to increase from around 15 transactions per second to I think 150,000 transactions per second, which is like an unbelievable um, percentage gain. So uh, but that is a great question, Ed. Thanks for asking. Another great question from Stonebridge Advisors. Where is the Benzinga booth located at the Bitcoin Miami conference? Um, so for those who don't know, the Bitcoin Miami conference is going on uh, in Florida this weekend. And Benzinga will be there. Uh, Jason will be repre uh, representing for the company. Um, and I don't know the exact location of the booth, uh, but you can tweet at Jason, uh, Jason Raznick, Benzinga founder and CEO. You could tweet at him on Twitter um, and ask him where it is. Uh, and if not, we will uh, go do some digging and try to find it uh, by the end of the show if that's possible. Um, okay, so Arbitrum, Brian, what do you think? Any, uh, anything to add here? No, I didn't really know about it until you guys broke it down. So mm -hmm. I, I like it. It seems pretty cool. I mean, yeah, it this seems is like, like a pretty good fit for, yeah, I like it. Yeah. And I wondered, no. I wonder too, whether or not uh, people will transfer their funds off of pancake swap <laughs> and start using Uniswap and Ethereum's network more. Cause I, I really do think there's a lot of benefits to Ethereum that Binance smart chain just doesn't have and can't have. Mm -hmm. And, and I think with Arbitrum and these super low prices, especially on Uniswap, which mm -hmm. is the only platform with concentrated liquidity, there could be a lot of new people joining Uniswap and leaving PancakeSwap and some other platforms. I, I would, yeah, I agree with that. That's the one thing I was thinking, the the one inch and all the AAVE, I can never say Ave. it, but <clears throat> all, all those like um, different DeFi platforms are going to increase in volume tremendously mm -hmm. with something like that. I know when the ETH... 2.0 comes but with something like that it's you you'd much rather use uniswap and now they have a whole governance um protocol thing that they're building out i just saw the uniswap founder tweet about that's going to kind of change things but I, I agree i i think that ethereum has a lot more to offer binance smart chain will i think ethereum does and i think um arbitrum does helps just push that into um the next level yeah, for sure. It's actually su surprising. I was not too familiar with this project um, like even a week ago, uh, but Ryan dug in and found out all the information uh, for us and for Zinger Nation. Uh, so thank you for doing that, Ryan. Uh, but also it's, it's crazy how this is one of the most promising and potentially the first uh, big layer two scaling besides maybe Polygon for uh, Ethereum and, and for the Ethereum network, yet it's one of the least heard about and least talked about. 
Um, maybe because they don't have their own coin. That's that what I was thinking. Because no one tr is trading it. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that might be it. Um, but it's certainly very promising for the future of Ethereum. And I, I think, Ryan, what you said is dead on. Like, we're going to see a huge amount of traffic uh, that was previously priced out by the high Ethereum gas prices switch over from the Binance world um, back into the Ethereum ecosystem once the fees are reasonable. Uh, and with scaling, they might even be lower than the Binance. They're, uh, smart chain, they'll, they'll most definitely be competitive. Um, and we're going to see a huge ecosystem upgrade and DeFi boom on Ethereum um, within the next next couple of weeks uh, to a month, whenever this, um, whenever Arbitrum and Optimism do uh, roll out. So this is something to look forward to. DeFi summer part two, I think, is imminent. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think we're yeah. about to, it's about to be real good for everyone. About to yeah, I I see absolutely no way another DeFi summer doesn't happen. I mean, mm -hmm. last summer it blew up. So many people were joining for all these different rewards because who doesn't want to earn interest on their cryptocurrency? And it's kind of fallen off since, but that's mostly because of Ethereum gas fees. I mean, no one wants to spend $200 on a transaction and then you go and you'll spend $150 on a transaction and then it fails. You lose all your ETH. Are you kidding me? Like that? That stuff's so annoying. So with Arbitrum spending a dollar or less on a transaction to be able to make huge yields and, and earn extra cryptocurrency, I, I just don't see any way that there isn't going to be a DeFi summer with all these new layer two solutions coming out. Right on. All righty. Next up, uh, we are going to be moving from Arbitrum uh, into some other uh, products in the DeFi crypto blockchain space, market aggregators. Um, so a couple of examples of these are Ampleforth, Teller, uh, and Balancer. But I am by no means an expert on these, so I'm going to toss it over to Brian to tell us more. <clears throat> so these are kind of, it. Uh, market aggregator is kind of a broad term I'm using to kind of fill some of these. The Ampleforth and uh, would be a little separate. So Ampleforth is one where it's kind of like Bitcoin, but the supply changes as you hold it. And so it will battle um, deflation and inflation and become something that you can use for hedging as a better term, as a lack of a better term. So it'll kind of, it will, um, if there's a sharp turn either way, it'll readjust the amount you have in your wallet automatically to um, to be sure that you're not going to just have a huge, huge dip. But it's not going, it, it will go up as well and will, it rebalances daily. So you will gain, make gains and it's just a solid, no matter what, the value is going to increase. So that's, that's really mm -hmm. great about it. So the supply is elastic, but it's not inflationary, right? So mm -hmm. unlike with like the Federal Reserve just printing out more money, that will create your dollars worth less. Instead, with uh, with what Brian's talking about here, say you have a hundred ample forth, and they print out a five five percent more supply, then you'd have a hundred and five in your wallet. So they distribute all of the inflation. Well, it's not technically inflation, but they distribute all the new newly minted tokens to everybody's wallet. So your spending power doesn't change. You'll actually be gaining more ample forth tokens as more people join the network because the demand for the token increases. And instead of the support, instead of the price increasing with the demand, the supply of the tokens will increase with demand. Mm -hmm. It's a little confusing, but it's it's really cool how they figured it out. 
there's um there's a couple more i i i said teller and balancer and i'll just say we'll start with balancer for really quick because it's not necessarily an aggregator but it's pretty cool balancer is pretty much a platform where you can trade and you put all your uh, tokens into a pool and it will balance your portfolio as different volatility happens so if we'll just take ethereum and bitcoin as examples if bitcoin goes up and ethereum goes down it will take your and you have both of them it'll take your ethereum and put it into bitcoin to kind of match out so you don't lose a bunch of money but then we'll rebalance once it kind of flux i mean once it um hits the middle ground it's probably a bad way to explain it but it was it's really neat how it looks and you should definitely check it out the other aggregators that i really wanted to get to are is uh, orion protocol the graph and um oh that is orion protocol okay so these both of these will tell you will help you index and tell you um what is going on with different blockchains and different cryptos you can get an api for pretty much everything that you want with these types of aggregators and they're made to help you build your own dApps or projects that show volume on PancakeSwap or OneInch or Uniswap as well as on Coinbase and Binance. And so you can get as much information as you want and you can become, you know, you can trade a lot more successfully the more you know. So it's really cool how they've kind of set it up and made it on a blockchain where you don't have to have a huge server farm or a bunch of pay a bunch of different fees for a server somewhere else. You can build this yourself very easily with their documentation and it won't even cost a fraction of it would if you had to buy the server space somewhere else. So it's really neat how those go in, uh, how that comes into play. And a lot of exchanges use it and decentralized exchanges use these kind of platforms. And that's how you get all the the data that because they yeah i can go on and i'm starting to it sounds a little confusing now maybe ryan can kind of break it down better than i can i'm just excited about them yeah the graph is definitely one i'm really interested in i've heard it compared to the google for blockchains mm -hmm. um, what do you say that's a pretty accurate analogy yeah so what the graph does is it's a blockchain indexer so it's kind of like etherscan um, except etherscan is centralized the graph is decentralized so it uses um, entirely decentralized technology uh, to allow you to search the blockchains for wallet addresses for transaction ids uh, and so on yeah and you can use it does a whole lot more than just like etherscan or uh, bsc scan because you can you can get any blockchain, any type of yeah blockchain data you want, and you can get it all in one place in the single what they call a graph, and you can use it for digital visual visualization, or you can make your own graphs, and people will pay you for it, and that's where the the GRT token comes in, where you can use it to be a validator, and you're the one who's saying like yes, this is true kind of thing for a governance token, but yeah, the really, really cool project. Yeah, so if you're interested in these projects, uh, head down to the description below where we have how to buy uh, articles for all of these coins. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed. I'm not sure if we got all of them, but they should be down there. Um, if not, uh, drop us a comment and we can get you that link. Uh, if you want to figure out how to buy these currencies, we have a list, uh, a list of all the exchanges and brokers that offer them, um, and so you can get there quickly. Um, 
But yeah, is that all you guys uh, have for market aggregators? Yeah. All right. Awesome. Uh, then without further ado, it is time for everybody's favorite segment, which, hold on, has its own intro clip now. Shout out Enver, my man made this. It's Fuego. Uh, and so we are going to roll this before we get the segment started. Everyone, go drop a like. We have only 30 likes right now, uh, but we have 176 people watching the stream. Um, so we will, we will roll the clip when we get 50 likes. So I need 20 likes right now. Um, go down real quick, drop a like, subscribe to the channel to uh, win a free share of Tesla once we hit 100K. Um, and drop a comment with your tickers, and we will roll the clip when we hit 50 likes. And we will start talking about your coins. <laughs> Better get there quick. Better get there quick. I'm going to highlight a couple comments while we wait. Um, Coinbase is giving out free graph tokens. So the project we just talked about, yeah. the graph. Um, if you sign up for Coinbase, they have a learn program uh, where you can learn about certain cryptocurrencies and earn them as a reward for doing it, for taking a little quiz. Um, and it's, it's super easy. You probably already know all the answers just from uh, our show here today. Uh, so make sure you go do that. Sign up uh, with the Coinbase link in the description um, and get that going. Get some free money. I think there's like $27 uh, yeah. of crypto. <clears throat> like that you're gonna, uh, yeah, it yeah. is definitely. So Mine make sure went you, you go through the dollars when I did it. Like, so I, I got it at one point and I got the right time in the market. And that's what got me back into getting into crypto because I, I just got Coinbase. I had it was just holding. And then I looked one day and it was at 175 for that first 30 bucks that you make and whatnot. It was wow, really good time. Yeah, I think I have like 150 bucks for free from Coinbase from doing this. So if yeah. you guys haven't done it, you got to do it. You have it's, to. It's way too I'm easy to do crypto. Mm-hmm. All right, we're at 44. Come on, guys, real quick. Just drop a like. It will take two seconds. Uh, we just told you about, uh, we gave you a market update, our take on the market. We told you about Arbitron, one of the most exciting and promising Ethereum layer two scaling solutions. Uh, and then we talked about market aggregators. Uh, this is some info that you cannot find in very many places, let alone any uh, stock market financial companies. No one is providing this. CNBC could never. This is a Benzinga exclusive, Zinger They're Nation. That's, that's why you're Rocket. in Zinger Nation. <laughs> they will never cover Com Rocket, but we will. Uh, and we know that's why you're here. So thank you for tuning in today. Thanks for watching. Uh, we love you all in Zinger Nation. So uh, without further ado, we are going to roll the clip for everyone's favorite segment. Rohan, are you there? Should I? Uh... I just love that. <laughs> That's so great. Thanks, um, Rohan. Yes, thank you. What do you guys think of that? Go drop a, drop a comment. Uh, but I promised earlier that we would do ultra safe as the first crypto for the moon or bus segment today so uh here it is ultra safe on coin market cap so when we so just quick disclaimer this is not financial advice 
Um, the point of this segment is to show you guys how we approach crypto projects and altcoins, especially ones that are uh, this low market cap. These are really, really high risk investments uh, and we don't want you to lose all your money. So we have this segment so we can show you how we approach these coins, what we do to evaluate them um, and just show you our thoughts, our thinking process. Uh, and then we'll give them a moon or bust rating. Now this is not financial advice, it's just our opinions. Um, but yes, without further ado, UltraSafe. It is the 2,777th biggest coin uh, on coin market cap. Uh, it has a fully diluted market cap of $33 million. Uh, there is apparently it is, uh, the max supply of one quadrillion, I think that is. There's none circulating right now, it looks like. I just don't think that coin market pack, uh, coin market cap always picks it up. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to tell sometimes with those Binance smart chains. Gotcha. Yeah, so this is on the Binance smart chain. You can see right here. Uh, here's the token address if you want to add it to your MetaMask, um, and they have a website right here. Let's check it out. Um, from piggy banks to interplanetary vaults, tear through progressive security-related milestones and join the newest community-driven frictionless yield protocol on the Binance Smart Chain. That is a lot of buzzwords. Now, Logan, I'm confused. You said it's high risk, but I, I thought it was ultra safe. <laughs> yeah, it's safe. I mean, if it's in the name, it's got to be ultra safe, right? <clears throat> I mean, safe moon's going safely to the moon, right? Yeah, I think so. That's what David Portnoy told me. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this looks just the same as most Binance Smart Chain tokens, like safe moon, like HODL token, like life token. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not really seeing too many differentiating factors here. So, mm -hmm. I mean, coins like this, if you want to get in early and risk your money, you can. Um, instead of evaluating the project for these types of coins, I think it's actually better to evaluate the team or at least evaluate the marketing team. So maybe look at the Twitter. Some, some things I do, if there's a new token, is I'll, I'll track them on Twitter. So if they have like 500 followers the day they release, and the next day they have 2,000, then the next day they have 5,000, then I see, hey, maybe they're picking up traction. It's time to mm -hmm. buy in. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, a good, so good way to think about it. Yeah. One red flag that sticks out to me right away, there are no last names uh, for these team <laughs> members. So you can't find their LinkedIn's. You can't find their Twitter's. You can't figure out maybe this... Lewis has one. Okay, so we have one LinkedIn, um, and this is like a really easy way to tell if a project is legit or not, if it has a legit team or if it has um, a little bit of a suspicious-looking team. Um, make sure that they're LinkedIn. Make sure their LinkedIn says they're working for these projects too, okay? Because mm -hmm. people can put pictures on a website of anyone they want. <laughs> I mean, they probably can't do that, but they do anyways. Back a couple mm -hmm. years ago, uh, Wolverine Blockchain had some people who uh, got put on some random shitcoins website saying they were the team, which they were not. So, yeah, do your research on the teams. Make sure that they're actually who they say they are. If they're anonymous, it's, it's probably not a good idea to invest. Mm -hmm. Unless you're super, super, super early and are okay with losing all <clears throat> of your hard-earned money. And, and if the team is anonymous, check and see if they've been audited. Because at least if they're audited, you know that they can't just rug pull you. Yeah. At least hopefully. So this coin came out yesterday. Oh. Huh. Wow. Day old coins are my favorite coins. Now, that, that is uh, 
like you said, if you get in early on some of these, mm-hmm. you do stand a chance to make some money because mm-hmm. if it's as long as it didn't go up 500% on the first day and that's where you buy it, it when it comes back down, it's it's all about what you said, the team. If the if you can see that the team is marketing well, if you can see the team is gain, gaining traction, it's a pretty safe bet that, you know, this coin is going to go up. And I like how you um said instead of looking at the project i think that's what we we've been doing the past couple times instead of looking at the project look at you know all the other factors mm-hmm. look at who's making it who's marketing it, everything and then that'll give you a way better understanding of where the coin's probably gonna go the, this one i mean it's a day old six thousand followers that's not too bad you know it, it has a possibility to keep going i don't know if i'd invest in it for years but you know, if you if you're if you're into swing trading cryptos, I think yep. I, I'd call this one a moon just because of how I don't. I'm certain not to like saying moon because I don't think it's long, a long term thing. But right. I like that it could pop potentially if you get at that. You know, mm-hmm. about at the below three two with the six zeros three two. I think that might be all right. It looks like it's starting to trend up. Mm-hmm. So maybe instead of a moon, it's like a uh, like a low Earth atmosphere test flight. Like a cloud. It's a cloud. There yeah. you go. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, so especially since it's this early, I think there's definitely some money to be made. Um, but like obviously, nothing is guaranteed. The team is a little bit sketchy, um, and they don't really have anything live or differentiating uh so if you want to be ultra safe don't buy it just a tip for you guys out there wondering how to buy coins like this you can see on coin market cap they have Mm. contracts uh, and this one's on binance smart chain so most of these coins are either going to be on binance smart chain or ethereum and it'll tell you whether it's binance smart chain or ethereum if it's binance smart chain you'll have to use pancake swap if it's ethereum best way is probably uniswap or sushi swap Mm -hmm. and mitch says Money Mitch says it's a satellite, guys. All right. It's confirmed satellite. Giving confirmed it a satellite. Giving it a satellite, too. This guy said 500 million shares for 20 bucks. Not much risk. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're, you're very right about that. Yep. It's the people who put in $10,000 and buy trillions of shares. Mm-hmm. That's where the risk is. Most definitely. <clears throat> All right. Have you guys seen any other tickers uh, that you want to go? Actually, wait. No, I did see one more that I want to... Look at, I pulled this up earlier. So this is actually not a cryptocurrency. First non-crypto uh, review on Moon or Bust. This is a company that is going uh, public soon on the stock exchange. And they are, um, they are uh, an incubator for cryptocurrency projects. They help them raise money, help them build their project, uh, and they help them launch their platform. Uh, and they have, let's see, they've worked with... Let's see, anyone notable? <laughs> Nothing uh, is really sticking out to me here. Um, but if you do want to get into the DeFi space as a stock trader, this is one to look at. We won't spend too much time on this. Uh, clearly, it's a moon because they have a rocket ship in their logo. Um, but we will get back to the cryptocurrencies. Uh, I just brought this one up because of Stonebridge Advisors left a comment earlier. Um, uh, so let's see. How about Neo? Neo. All right. Let me pull it up. Neo is a very interesting in, 
pretty cool project. So Neo is the 29th biggest cryptocurrency on coin market cap, a 4.1 billion dollar market cap, circulating supply of 70 million tokens, uh, and they have been around since January, uh, since the late 2016. So this project has had its time on the block um, chain. And it has yet to recover its uh, all-time highs that were set back in 2018. Can you guys tell us more about NEO? I know Ryan probably can really break it down, but this is a very, very interesting and probably going to be one of the most, uh, one of the big ones with Ethereum or um, Bitcoin. You know, it's a great blockchain, been around forever, and you can even launch your own. Uh, tokens on it just like you can with Binance and they're all the ERC 20 forks but you can still do it and it's really really cool and Neo Neo's already proof of stake right yes yeah so the, the way I've seen Neo is kind of like the Chinese Ethereum it's based out of China uh, it started off as ant shares and it was like super cheap this was one of the first cryptocurrencies I bought like early 2017 when I started getting into altcoins and it, like Brian said, it's definitely promising. It's definitely interesting, but I am going to have to disagree with him some. I thought it was really interesting, super promising back in 2017. But since then, I haven't seen much about NEO. I mean, it's still around. People still know about it because it got so big back in the day. But to be honest, like I haven't seen anybody using their ecosystem. I don't even know like what kind of ecosystem they have at this point. Brian or Logan, do you guys know if they have operable smart contracts or if there's only token minting on Neo? Yeah, they have smart contracts. They just launched a new uh, – they keep launching new um, versions of it, and it gets a little bit bigger and bigger. I, I do see what you're saying, though, because it's not it's nowhere close to Ethereum or uh, Binance Smart Chain, but they have their – I mean, it's almost like a tight-knit community. So it's mm-hmm. – you know, it might not grow as fast as BNB, like BNB is up 20% today as well, but it might not grow as fast as both those or be as widely used. But in its own niche niche ecosystem, I think it's very, very um, viable. You know, it, it's one of those long-term holes that one day it could just be widely accepted and shoot up like, like BNB did, like Gaswood or Neo Gaswood. But... You know, I think it's it's pretty viable long term, and maybe a swing. But you're right; something has to happen, and more people have to get into it. But I think that will come, as long mm-hmm. as they keep launching new new features or new versions. Before I'd feel comfortable giving it a moon, though, I would want to track the ecosystem, see if they're gaining new users, see how much total value is locked within their ecosystem. Because at the end of the day, I mean, how many different blockchains are people really going to want to use? The way I see it is, obviously, Ethereum's going to be around and it's here to stay. I mean, Bitcoin's the same way, but there's only so many blockchains people are going to want to use. It's kind of similar. It's, like, it's called network effects, but it's kind of similar to social media with like Facebook and Instagram. There will probably be a few and each will have its own certain use case, but there's only there only can be so many at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, I would definitely want to track the ecosystem, see how much value is getting locked. I think they have a good name. I think they have a lot of brand awareness and I think that they do have an advantage just because they've been around since 2016. So, so tentative moon, but I want to see like how many people are actually joining the ecosystem and how much cryptocurrency is actually being locked into smart contracts on the platform. 
Tentative Moon sounds good to me. Um, and this could be a sleeper cryptocurrency in disguise. Um, but definitely do your due, due diligence first before uh, making any investments. It's crazy how this is the 29th biggest coin and still not even close to its uh, previous all-time high. That is pretty surprising. Uh, I think we have time for one more. Um, we're getting a bunch of bunch more ultra safe comments. Uh, we just did that. Rewind a couple minutes and you'll find it. Um, let's see here. I have a feeling the, the ultra safe devs might be infiltrating our chat. I don't know. <laughs> Just might be. Have we done Ren before? Yeah, we've done it uh, a couple of times. We can, if we can make okay. it fast, we can do it again. Please no, we, have, we only have time for one more. So let's try to do one that we haven't done yet. Uh, let's see some new tickers. Bonfire is one up there. I don't think we've done yeah, it. We have done that. Hey, guys, drop some tickers real quick. We're gonna, we got to find one more. Um, one more cryptocurrency, altcoin, shitcoin uh, that we have not talked about yet. Um, <clears throat> so drop your comments uh, so we can do one more. There, Miles says vanity. Yeah, let's check that one out. All right, so this is the last one of the day. I'm so sorry if we did not get to you, um, but go check us out on Twitter and send us a DM, and we will happily look at any of the coins you want us to uh, review um, or just tune in next week. There's no Friday show, uh, but starting next week, we will have Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 2 p.m. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys back there. Um, I've seen a bunch of repeat names in the chat, like Happy Muhammad uh, and Ed Miles, Mark M. And uh, you, you guys are all the best. So make sure you keep coming back and we will keep delivering you better returns than Bitcoin. Uh, okay, so Vanity. Vanity is the 2,728th biggest token, market cap of $12 million, and a max supply of 10, 10 billion coins. It's on the Binance Smart Chain. Let's check out their website. Do you guys know anything about this by chance? No, I like That's the chart, though. Probably mm -hmm. a frictionless yield farming protocol for generating wealth, if I had to assume. <laughs> but, I mean, As they all are these days. <laughs> let's find out, though. Yeah, so it's been around for two, been trading for three days now. Um, so it's pretty new, uh, but they have, oh, this is still Neo, back to Vanity. Another uh, good thing, other than checking out the team, is joining the Telegram and talking to the people in that Telegram chat um, who have been with the project for uh, likely a, a bit of time, so they'll have some more information. Um, let's see their roadmap here. Um, fully revolutionize the current system. Well, shit, I'm sold. Sign <laughs> me up. We, um, I like the chart, and I kind of like what they're doing. That chart, to me, I'd give it a moon just based on the chart. That's not right. great advice, but I kind of... Maybe a satellite? Yeah, a satellite. That's a, a bad satellite. Idea. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm I giving it a bust. Angel. I Best am right. sick of these Binance Smart Chain tokens. <laughs> the only good Binance Smart Chain token there is is HODL token. And you should probably look into that. But other than that, kind of sick of it. It's way too expensive at 0.1 cent. I can't get billions of them. Whereas HODL is 0.00000083 cents. So you can be a HODL billionaire without that much money, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Tell your friends you're a hodl billionaire and they have no idea what hey, the price is. And Zinger Nation, do not listen to him. He's just trying to pump his own shitcoin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, do your own research. Always do your own due diligence. 
that is all we have time for today. Um, so thank you guys all so much for tuning in. Uh, please smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit us up on Twitter. We'd be more than happy to talk to you. Um, and that is all we have for today. So Brian, Ryan, thank you guys for a great show as always. Zinger Nation, we love you and we will see you uh, on Monday next week. Peace. Peace out, guys. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.